We wish to acknowledge the Wadarung people of the Kulin Nation and the Bunurung people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. We pay our respect to their elders past and present, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Minogue fans. We recognise that these lands have always been a place of storytelling through music. Greetings, dance floor darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. The kettle's probably on. Right. I love it. I love it. You gotta hear this song. A wombat. Greetings, fellow Stannies and dance floor darlings, and welcome to a very special impromptu episode of This Is Disco. I'm, of course, one of your co-hosts, Adam Eve, and I am, as always, joined by the lovely Eliza Day. Hello, my darling. How are you? I have never been more excited in the 18 months that we (laughs) have been doing this podcast. And that's saying quite a lot. That is saying quite a lot. Look, we we got quite the surprise earlier in the week when this, well, what you all know, we've spoken to Danny again. And we've spoken to Danny again about something that you're all really going to want to hear us talking about. Well, it's everything I wanted. Oh, everything. (laughs) No spoilers. (laughs) Very, very huge welcome back to This Is Disco to the one and only Daddy Minogue. How are you? Hi! <laughs> so good to get the team back together. I know. Happy birthday, and we're hurtling towards my birthday again. I but know. This time not in lockdown, thankfully. Yes. I know, but there will still be bubbles, obviously. Bubbles, bubbles. Bubbles, bubbles. And bubbles. <laughs> there will always be bubbles. Yeah, will you be... I don't know if you can answer this on the Adam. By the way, I decided, and I'm Danny. I want to get your approval of this. I was about to say, is this on the record or off the record? Mm-hmm. But I feel like for this is disco, we should say, is this on the dance floor or off the dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> right. I Perfect. feel like that's a better way of saying. Are we, are we discussing this on the dance floor or off? If it's off, off. then it, it doesn't go on the show. Oh right. I, this is this is all on the dance floor now. We okay. uh, in full swing. <laughs> I've got my platforms on. I'm feeling tall. I'm looking around. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> on armpits, which is great. Um, yeah, I'll be back here for my 51st. Okay. Sorry. How did that just come out of my mouth? Yeah, I know. Oh. And feeling good. But, yeah, just uh, it's crazy to think back to what it was last year. But thank you again for making it so special for me, oh. your time, oh. for your effort, and for how I felt like you brought all the fans to me and I felt so embraced. I will never forget it. Oh, oh thank you, Danny. It means so much to us. Uh, yeah. No, well, thank you for, I guess, also bringing all of those fans to oh, us yeah. through your music. We've made some really lovely friends over the past 18 months. And oh, really have. Really yeah, it's have. been really great. And also the amount of people that... Um, you know, particularly in North America that um, might not have been as familiar with you, we get messages and emails all the time going, I've discovered Danny's music. Like, I am obsessed with her. These are my favourite songs. I've done a deep dive. Like, there's this whole, like, you know, swarm of new Danny fans. <laughs> and we, it's, they are probably the messages we get the most. Yeah, yeah my goodness, Lord. So, North America. Whoa! <laughs> I know. And I know. 
South America is like, we need all of this, you know, your songs on streaming in America and everybody yes. know it and thank you. I'm taking in all the messages and I am on it. I'm trying. <laughs> yes. Not as easy as, it think, as you think. Like it's, yeah. it's not just a, why doesn't she just upload it? Like what else is she doing? Yeah. It's not that because it's owned by a record company that between that record and now, got gobbled up by another record company. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I, think so, I think sometimes people think that it's it's literally you in control of everything, holding uh-huh. some magic button, right. withholding Spotify from us. Yeah. 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 No. And can I please see your, this is Disco. Uh-huh. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. The This Is Disco hoodie. I know. It's so, so warm. I'm not. That looking... is heaven. Full disclosure, I'm in my PJ pants still because. <laughs> yes. You know, you know I, I didn't think you'd mind. Like, glam up the top. Yeah, it's like. On the bottom. Okay, I've got this much time. I'm going to put makeup on the top, get yes. my heel on. Party on the top. Yeah, <laughs> can't see, and then I say, "Stand up!" I know, move back. And I was like, oh, "What are those PJ?" Well, I, I did coordinate. Revealing. I We're did coordinate. The basis of what your pajamas are. Well, <laughs> they're just my sloppy Peter Alexander, you know. Love Peter Alexander. Shout out! Yes. <laughs> so I'm very cozy, but yeah, people are always demanding your streaming stuff. Also, like. Not from us, but like tell her to do this. I'm like, we, we also can't do anything. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I believe in your strength as much as they do. I'm like, if <laughs> anyone can actually make it happen, but there, yeah, there's definitely there's there's hurdles of finding people, finding it, and mm. we're onto it. And I want to make it happen for sure. I'm I'm not withholding for any other <laughs> reason. So that's at least we've put that out there. It's, yes. Yeah. Exciting. So last time we spoke, and since then, Eliza and I have been very, very vocal about the manifestation <laughs> of the girl 25th anniversary. Girl 20. <laughs> I know. Yes. I'm, like, I've been so emotional about it. I was fine. Like, we've been talking about this for ages. Yeah. I've been seeing all the posts, all of the interaction with all the fans. But last week, it really, it really hit me. Like I was, really. Why, why last week? Like, was there something that you just went, "Wow"? Firstly, it's a big number. Like the yeah. anniversary is a very, very big number. But the emotional bit is, twenty-five years later, anybody cares. Anybody is holding. Everyone has a memory of what that music means to them, whether it was their first kiss or for yeah. a lot of people tell me it was their album before they came out. It was their safety zone. And I feel so privileged that my voice was that comfort for just one person, let alone I've got m- many messages that say that. It, that it was your party animal or a, mm. a song, you know, when you're in your partying days, yeah. a lot of people it was. Um, there are so many messages, just keep them coming. If you've got something that you've been, you know, holding in that you want to tell me about it, please message me because this is mm. how many times do you get to um, enjoy that album 25 years later for me? 
the enjoyment is every single word that someone tells me about it because otherwise I don't know. Record sales are not everything. The chart position is anything, everything, even though like the All I Want to Do really like was the song that propelled me into the charts. Um, but my friends worked on that record. Yeah. Reading all the messages as well from the fans, like they get to enjoy this too and go, wow, like, you know, you move on and it's like next project, next project. But yeah. you read a message that's that's heartfelt and written. And I know you guys get it because you know I love snail mail and you know I yes. love messages <laughs> and communicating and sharing the thoughts. Like you don't have to share, but if you've wanted to and you didn't, Keep them coming. I'll just slide into Danny's DMs. Get <laughs> yeah, in there and, and, and post and, and share. And I love, you know, how you guys have found even more friends through this community of the podcast. Yeah. And it could be through someone's love of that record, connecting with someone else that goes, oh, I get all those feels. I understand what mm. you mean. And, and, and connecting with people. Yeah. I mean, imagine if it could do that 25 years later. So that's right. that's why yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, everyone has so many amazing memories of this area. And like you say, for different reasons. Like, you know, Adam on our girl episode shared his amazing story of DJing. I think he shared it with you last time. Yeah, <laughs> playing all the remixes. Uh, yeah, to an unsuspecting uh, school. One after the other, to my entire school. Shout out to North Shalomba Secondary College. Shout out to everyone who endured that. Thank you. And the start of a big, beautiful career in, you know, radio waves and podcasting. So, yeah. you know, you, there you go. Who's so, laughing now? Yeah. Thanks, Daddy. So I want to say that um, I had an amazing time when I put together the Neon Knights vinyl. And um, it was tricky. It was hard finding all the pieces. And that was the 15th anniversary. So, you know, I remember when we spoke about could there be a vinyl, I'm like, there's nothing more than I would love than to yeah. have a vinyl of this record. And we're all going to have to band together and work on this and make it happen because I was kind of, you know, getting a few roadblocks. Right. And actually one of the biggest roadblocks is the availability of vinyl and the schedules of, you know, Beyonce has got a new album out. So is she going to get first press and and they're all going to jump to to print her vinyl? Yeah, that's going to happen. Right. No, no, just move her. With a team of people wanting the uh, the girl vinyl, so it's definitely been um, you know a, a, a lot to um, you know it's been like looking up a mountain. But you guys have given me so much energy to keep going because at one point I just thought I I I don't know, and it's and the fact that everybody wanted the vinyl there was like no, there is that love and there are other people oh, yeah. enjoyment out of having it in their vinyl collection other than just me right wow for sure so, oh. so like you know i i want it there as part of a collection and is that the same for you guys or is it like the the physicality or the i think for me it's Definitely having it in my collection, adding it to my Danny vinyl collection, but also being able to play it. Just a lot of my enjoyment 
does go to like sitting down next to the record player and playing a record from start to finish because that's what I used to do when I was a kid. Mm. So that brings back a lot of those mm. memories and to have an album from the 90s when I was you know just really just heavily absorbing so much music and then being able to sit down 25 years later and listen to it on wax there's something very special about it just as there was when my Neon Knights copy arrived and I sat down for the first time to listen to that and I was just like oh <laughs> this is just very very special so I, I think for me there's, there's a bigger there's a lot of reasons around why I love buying records and listening to records and collecting them. So I think it would definitely play a part in each of those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably quite similar, but I do love having, like, the the artwork, like, it as a piece of art. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, you know, especially, like, a box set. There's something just amazing yep. about carefully opening that up and... You know, and th I think that's what we found as well. People messaging every time we do that <clears throat> monthly post of you know, tagging Rhino Records, going, "Where's the vinyl?" <laughs> been quite demanding. Everyone then comes up with ideas of, um, "Oh, you could have a pink vinyl." Like everyone's been like putting together their like you know presentations. Visual, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got, "Oh, you could do this," and you know, have it in this box set, and so yeah, the passion is there. The passion, yeah. Well, that you guys pulled that together and brought it to me. So thank you for that. And oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like Neon Nights, when I put that together, I was learning a lot. Like when I did my first record releases, they were only on vinyl. So there was one master of it for vinyl. Right. And then it went to cassette and then CD. But and, and then it was sort of, you had all formats and then they dropped away and now they're back because like that enjoyment that we get, the nostalgic thing of putting on a record. It's crazy to me that there's younger people that are like, oh, record play, because mm -hmm. everything digital available and it's puts you in that mindfulness space. Yes. Looking at the artwork, taking the record out, putting it on, learning how to not scratch them. Yeah, oh, a bit of a vinyl game. Buy something old down at the the markets first, and 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 practice getting you know using yeah. your record player. Um, but yeah, I I have something to show you here that's a not girl, a, a girl vinyl. I'm like, is, is, are we about to be playing? Here's the announcement. Here's the 25th anniversary girl vinyl <laughs> surprise. Look, it's this. You're just going to have to describe what you see and then okay. I will explain. Okay, show and tell with Danny Minogue. Let's you go. You can see it in the mirror in the back. <gasps> oh, my that? God, is that a test pressing? Oh, my God, it is. A test pressing. <gasps> oh, uh, my God. Okay, so for those uh, at home, test pressing is basically a – it says what it does in on the tin, basically. It's a test pressing of uh, – vinyl album or oh my god two oh, discs oh my god i actually feel nauseous <laughs> i feel sick oh my god danny fanning herself with the two test pressing discs as oh we speak my. on the camera this no, is amazing no. <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness it's everything really it's everything she wanted ah! <laughs> let me just put this carefully away before yep, i yep, yep. Scratch them with my then. <laughs> oh um, my god! Yeah, so it, it was interesting when I did Neon Nights that you know a, a master for a vinyl is 
completely different yes. to a CD because of the way that vinyl works. And if you're a nerd or a geek, just Google. I watched a whole video on it and I was like, <laughs> I never knew how that works when the needle goes down and this is how the sound all works. It's fascinating. When you put um, the needle on it. Yeah. <laughs> put the needle on it. It's, it may it be early, but I can still do this. <laughs> scientific thing, but I still look at a vinyl and I'm like, in every little groove is that going on and that was done on a mixing desk in the mastering to make that. So we have Bill Vinyl coming. Can I just add something else to that? The Girl album is owned separately in Australia to the UK. So they wanted to do their own versions. So they have their own stuff coming out. Oh, wow. But there will be both for both territories. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to go into detail of what it is now, but okay. there's an Australian release and a UK release. And I honestly don't think this would have happened without you guys. You two and all the fans and all of that energy, because I just, by the time you guys started talking to me about it, I was so deep in it. I was like, no, you I've been trying. I'm, I'm so deep. I'm so exhausted. I feel like I'm at the end of this marathon. But every time I got a message from you, I would be sitting there speaking to my manager about it. And I'm like, it just That's a sign. It has to happen. It has to happen. And um, you know, because I wasn't just sitting there thinking, is it is it just me and it's too hard and you know, maybe it's a sign, yeah, what it's not meant to be. So um, this this little test pressing here, you can be very proud of. So I wanted you guys to be the first people oh, wow. that knew about it. <laughs> and for you guys to spread the word and spread the message and spread the joy. And then, you know, when everybody gets their vinyl and I don't have the release dates now, but we can have another catch up. Oh, of course. <laughs> we got links. Um, we can have a proper in-person disco, I'm thinking, oh, where we play we need, it. We need a listening session, thank you very much. Oh, Correct. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's going to be amazing then when everyone gets to listen to it and they have that moment of the artwork and the enjoyment and, and playing it, you know, then again, like I'd love to hear from you to, to see what that experience is. Could be someone a lot younger where vinyl is a new thing to you and yeah. you wouldn't necessarily grow up with these songs um will be a very different experience to somebody who was like had their first kiss or Definitely. you know was like you know it was the first time i went to a nightclub or you know whatever that was you know and the new memories that we're all gonna have and make by listening to this new version again and oh it's so exciting oh my god i can't i'm i can't like my mouth is just frozen in a smile <laughs> and the screen hasn't frozen. It's literally been it's yeah. just gone, what is happening right now? <laughs> I know. Morning. It's, it's very early when we're recording this. What whatever time you're listening to this at, um, <laughs> I've made these guys get out of bed and um soak it all in. Yeah. Yes, of course. How is everything going with QVC Petites and Target Petites as well? You recently had the Target anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah. I, yes. I had a shoot on Friday uh, of this week for Target and we had big eight 
birthday balloon and some cake and some bubbles because it is it's a really big deal eight years ago that didn't exist and um you know it's taken a lot of love and molding from everyone to make that happen and keep it going and to to keep going through bushfires floods covid um with deliveries and logistics and stuff is insane and people like our whole team doing that working from home and it's just you know been madness as one country was coming out of lockdown another one's going in and you don't know when you're going to get anything um similarly for QVC in the UK it's going great we've just had our first anniversary and oh, happy birthday you know creating it and launching during a global pandemic was not what you'd choose to do but um it's been glorious and and amazing and and obviously that petite product is it's important it's it's not out there as a regular product so we're we're putting it there and it's super super fun to again get those genuine reactions from people the messages about Mm. what it means to them to feel normal and it's inclusive and all of that yeah we're always seeing stuff, you know, on your posts or people, you know, who are, will comment to us about the clothes. Like, I'm not petite. I do have quite a lot of the petites right, <laughs> which is fine. But, you know, people who are saying, you know, I've struggled my whole life and I always have to get stuff tailored and now I don't have to. And I don't think people appreciate just how much of a hassle that is. Yeah. And the privilege that it is that you can just go into a shop, grab something, walk out, put it on, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Like, not everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really difficult. So, we, you know, we've we've made a start, we've put it on the map, we've got now petite models that wasn't even a division or a category in, in modelling. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> mannequins. Like it's been an amazing, um, you know, time putting that together, like just grabbing different girls going, would you like to model? And they're like, oh, I've never modelled before. Okay, we'll teach you. There's a catwalk coming up because yeah. it is this. So that yeah, trust yeah. from people to, you know, help us and, and, and get involved. I see that there's a shift, you know, in the eight years, there's a lot more confidence from petite customers, which, which, fills me with joy yeah i i grow in confidence when i can take something off the rack and i go yeah i'm not weird shape size it fits it does something in my brain where i feel like yep this is cool and it knocks my confidence when i can't do it to be super generic like what's your like favorite memory from that that era not even like you know favorite song favorite video whatever like just is there something that you haven't shared that you're like, I can't believe I've never shared that story? Like, I absolutely loved doing that. You know what? I think a lot's going to come out when we have a listening party because, like, right. the memories will come up. And now me going back to London, reuniting with Ian Masterson, yeah. Terry Ronald, you know, who put, you know, a lot of that together with me. I, but one of the funniest things was hearing All I Want to Do for the first time, and it was really just with a guitar um, because Brian was writing with a guitar and everything I'd done up to then had been that, um, you know, housey, all, you know, keyboard yeah. based. It, it was all Chicago keys, that yeah. kind of style. And it was with a guitar and I'm like, whoa, that's, that's, that's a different vibe. And with the melody, I'm like, is this trying to 
swing to indie where it's like a square trying to fit through a hole. And I remember being <laughs> in the studio with Terry going, I don't know if it suits me or if I can do justice to it because this is a very, very new, you know, feel for me. Right. And it was really down to Terry Ronald, us in the in the kitchen, you know, making a cup of coffee, me going, should I? Is it, you know, is it is it gonna work? And and he was like, Oh, this is this is fabulous. Get back in there. We're a great. Right. So <laughs> sometimes it's hard to, you know, picture when it's you, um, how yeah. to step into that new evolved part. Um, and it, it, it takes those people around you to make that happen. Yeah. And similarly, Ian, you know, was like, let's experiment, let's let's try different stuff. So that's why I'm like, this is crazy 25 years later, stuff that we did on there that, you know, is still resonating. And I'm just noticing there's a picture in the background. Is that the all I want to do? That's funny because I was thinking about that cat earlier and I'm like, was that your cat? Was it a, an actor cat? Like, you know, like bouncer? It was my cat. Was it? Yeah, Stop. I had two cats at the time and that one was Rabbit. She was so beautiful, but so rubbish in front of a camera. The boy one, not pretty and fluffy, shorter coat, both rag dolls, and he was called Floyd. He was fierce in front of a camera. Like, <laughs> the camera would come out and he would be like, Naomi Campbell, supermodel, <laughs> <laughs> Linda Evangelista, Claudia Schiffer, who do you want today? Like, he was oh like, like a pose. Oh and she was like so floppy. She was just like, duh, what's going on? <laughs> in that photo, you can, I'm holding her up, trying to, you know, like a baby when they're yeah, 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 trying yeah. to like get it into, uh, into view. But, um, you know, I adored those little fluff balls. And uh, that is an artwork um, done from the original picture. And wow. uh, a fan had tagged me in it. And I said, um, I'd really love, to buy one of those and have it framed and have it oh, in wow. my office. In my other office, he, when he sent it to me, he also put in one that he'd done of Kylie that I gave to her, gorgeous. And I, there was one on his website that I was like, should I get it? Where am I going to put it? Should I get it? And I, I walked in there this week and looked at it and I'm like, it's Olivia Newton-John oh. in, in her, the transformation with the curly hair, you know, the cigarette vibe oh, at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I just got so choked up. So all of that stuff is so special to me. When putting the 25th together or going through all of the materials, how was it going through all of the, the aesthetics, the photos? It, it was interesting because... It was shuffling through them, wanting to to give, you know, a representation of what happened at the time, but still make it feel new and fresh. Right. And at some points I'd put combinations of pictures together and we're still trying to find high res of some right. of them. Wow, crazy. It, it was on film and... Uh, tracking them down, like, you know, is, are they in someone's mum's attic or, right. you know, they weren't there at the the record company, the high res. Unfortunately, 
you know, at the time, nobody ever thought we're going to need those 25 years later. Right. It's, it's like done, it's pressed, it's out, it's gone. Next, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, it's been uh, that, that, that part that you always struggle with being an artist, with creativity. There's what you want to do and there's sometimes restrictions with budgets or whatever, but it actually pushes you to be really creative and there's stuff I'm still not, you know, giving up on. I'm like, you know, <laughs> we're pushing. So I want it to be, you know, through your podcast. God, there's pressure to, to make this amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lord. Um, but, yeah, jo- a lot of joy. I'm trying to think of the things that people will ask in follow-up to get ahead but, of but, that. But we can go through that. I just wanted to let you know that, you know, it was, um, you know, happening and we can have we can have a follow-up. Like, you know, I wanted you guys to do the announcement. Thank and you. then whatever questions come in, then, okay. then sit down and, and go through them. So no stress. This is just like about taking Amazing. it in and just going, you made it happen. So, you know, do the strut down the street. <laughs> Get my croissant. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm just thinking what should we manifest now? Is there anything else like our manifesting services are now um, going live if anyone needs anything? <laughs> right. You're going to have one of those dial-up. There's going to be a number at the bottom of the screen for your mystical, you know, yes. series of requests. We'll be answering those on a pink phone, obviously. <laughs> Oh, be. <laughs> yes, I have to get the, the pink phone for the listen through. Yes, which, yes. Oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> oh my god! I know that you've been filming a bit of a movie recently alongside Millie Minogue. Yeah, it's a film <gasps> called Seriously Red, and um, it, it's the tiniest bit. And I still haven't seen the film, so I don't. I, at one point, I'm like. I don't know, maybe I'm on the editing room oh. like maybe I got cut out. Oh, but, no way. But they were saying, no, 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 it's really funny and it's in there. So um, I'm playing a Danny Minogue impersonator. <laughs> Millie Minogue is playing a tribute and there's a funny little uh, sketch and it was just heaven, um, you know, to go up and and film, and because I'm playing myself, I'm like, oh, let me go through the wardrobe and like pull out <laughs> one of my dresses because Millie's got like the most fabulous wardrobe of all, like Kylie yeah. iconic outfits. Yeah, and I'm like, she's got more to choose from than I do. <laughs> you know, because you know, you don't keep everything, but she, you know, yeah, yeah. she's got this incredible wardrobe, and I'm like. What Millie is going to wear, and we had a great time hanging out and just getting to spend time because whenever I've seen Millie before, it's been in a club and you're like, "Well, yes. oh, you can't hear," yeah. and there's too many other people around. We were just like sitting, waiting to go on set, and it was so beautiful to have that time with her and um, just get to know each other because it's surreal, like how your lives intertwine. But I'm like. We don't really know each other, but yeah. I feel like I know Millie now. So I was like, even if it ends on the cutting room floor, I really got to know the most divine human and um, it, it was great to um, to be asked to do it and just funny. I mean, I, I I would love to do way more comedy, but it's like 
you know, ha- how would it ever come up and um, wh- how would it fit in? But We'll manifest. Would you like us to manifest <laughs> that for you? Yeah, a little, little more comedy. Just little adding simple. it to the board. <laughs> well, I mean, that ties it with the, the Uber Eats ad. I mean, that reminded me of the beautiful people thing and then the fight that you did, you know, with Kylie and Simon Kelly. It's all that, like, you're really great at comedy. So So you should be doing more comedy and I don't see why that can't happen. So popping that on the board. I I absolutely love it. And, yeah, Beautiful People was done in the UK for um, BBC and that was just a joy. And it was Ian Masterson who brought me in to do that because on the first series he said um, there's this epic moment when this kid is like who'd been bullied at school plays football and like kicks a goal and he's like you know go you know this this is to pay back to everyone and for that moment he wanted Kylie and I singing winner takes it all the ABBA song which is a big ask because vocally that is insane we don't have the same registers but they made us do it he's got he he says I've got the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra (laughs) they're booked in so ladies yeah Yeah. uh, just something subtle (laughs) yes Steve you get Kylie you pin her down I'm going to get Danny and we're going to they literally got us in a room just the four of us and it went play. This is what's going to happen. And then in the next series, because we'd had that involvement, they said, "Do you want to come back and do like a little comedy role?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> it was Allow me. Like the actors on that are insane. And I, my part was with Mira Sayal, who's just a legend. Oh, yes. And and all of her stuff was filmed already. So I only had not only my lines that had to come with hers, but there was only a certain gap and the words had to fill in the gap that she left. So it was like some of the words you hear me going, yes, it is really mean because I had to get it out before. Uh, but it, it just it just works. So she put her magic on it to push me to, to do it in a certain way. Um, yeah, we'd love to do more comedy. The Uber One commercial, incredible. What a team. They do all the international um, ads. Oh, do they? Um, and one of the uh, tech operators works on lots of other shoots with me. So we'll be like, hey, <laughs> right. how are you doing? Um, and, you know, they, I think the last one they did in Australia was the Paris Hilton one. And right. you know, they were off to, I don't know, somewhere in Asia to film another one. They'd just done Japan. It was like, it was, it was like this was like walking into the biggest film set. And what a, a glorious bunch of people in this ad. Like I just, I can't. Harold. Harold. Oh, Harold. Harold, my God. When that voice comes out of Anne's mouth, it's that voice. Like we've grown up with that voice. Yes. Matt Preston and I are friends. And Coco and I had worked together before. Tim, I didn't know, and it's kind of awkward to meet someone when they're topless. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> everybody got on really well. Like it was a, a cool, fun vibe. But literally every time he spoke and when oh. he added on, oh, jolly good. Oh, stop. Like it's an ad lib. That wasn't in the script. You, you just, and we're trying to hold it there. Like we're meant to be re- reacting like, yeah, and as soon as they go cut, you go, just and Matt and I kept looking at each other going, 
really like hard. it was that moment the two young girls in you know, the actresses were divine i i left that set and i said to my manager we're going to see them as huge stars the way they worked on set their absolute focus and to not be thrown walking into that room yeah divine absolutely divine so i cannot thank uber one enough and you know some of my closest friends who's like you know our lives are busy and you don't hear from someone are sudden suddenly messaging me going oh my god that was hilarious and i'm like great this is just it's so it great. was so good. Did you bring the magazine in? Because that was the I was like no. zoom. I'm freeze frame. I'm Not a real magazine. Um, it was made for the commercial, and oh my god! And they were saying, "Was this picture used in a cover?" And I said, "That shoot, I know I was on the cover. It may not have been that image. It was part of you know maybe when you open it up, right?" And I don't, I don't know if it was like the the magazines around them were smash hits, big. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know, but I said oh, it was definitely part of a cover shoot, and love the whole retro vibe of it. Um, and yeah, all of those were printed up, and then they'd printed up all the CD covers. The detail that went into it. Yes. And you're knowing it's just going to be seen for the this flash, but all of that detail and attention is just. Oh, it's just this perfection about it. Oh, I see what you did there. It, it was so funny. It, it just was. It's just like it glides when it's when it all happens. Like we tried different ad libs for the end of the commercial, but when Ian says, you know, it's jolly good. Oh, God. Everyone hold, 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 hold silence, and then ah, the rumor ups, and you go, <laughs> that's the one. Because it was a really funny one that I loved. We were all there in pretty much silent you know just nodding going oh like penny drop moment and tim's got the iron and just goes like the 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 steam uh, comes out i loved that one as well that didn't end up it like there was so many good ones but wow. their detail of just you know editing it was fabulous wow so, amazing i guess i you know that comedy thing Kylie and I are obsessed about looking back on the old stuff that Cher did in the Sonny and Cher show. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Her comedy sketches are out of this Amazing. world. And yeah. uh, we, we always, like, laugh our heads off watching those and sending them to each other. Love to do more of that with her someday. Well, I can safely say that we'd all love a Minogue comedy sketch show with both of you. I know, right? <laughs> Um, don't Manifest see why that it. don't Make see why happen. that can't happen. You know what Onto my dream is, and I've spoken to Kylie about this. My dream is to have us with working with those incredibly skilled people who do the aging prosthetics, <gasps> and we're both on motor scooters. Oh my god! Yes, <gasps> yes. Absolute havoc. Patsy and Eddie. <laughs> yes. Did you manifest it. Yeah, yes. definitely. It's I would go four hours of makeup for that. I, I think you just have to put this out there. Like someone like, will be like, I'll do that for them. If they all blinged up, they look like mirror balls. Yes. And yes. especially, you know, some secret um, cameras, you know, going through, you know, supermarket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, like full up a Karen Street ramp to Fountain Lakes, just... <laughs> full 
Wouldn't that be great with hidden cameras and just ad lib? That would be. Do you know how successful that would be? That would be a ratings winner. Like I'm already imagining it. Just you're gonna have crazy dreams about it now. I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I have dreams about already. Anyway, I, I, so. <laughs> I've chatted to Kylie about this. I, I've chatted to Ian. This is years ago in London. Years ago, I'm like, but you know, you can't wait too long, or otherwise we won't need the prosthetics. <laughs> in wheelchairs zooming around. before you know it'll be Me, another 25 it's funnier years if there's prosthetics so yeah, yeah well i think this needs to happen um at some point in the next 12 months i, I i'm going to start visualizing that but something else maybe just... uber maybe uber makes it happen maybe someone just uh, but yes. yeah you know, little bell, ding, ding, ding. And like I had on my bike as a kid, the little streamers coming down. Oh, yes. yes. Oh. oh, my God. You just, is Camberwell Market still there? You guys could just yeah. go, go down to Camberwell Market. Love Camberwell Market. full percent, like just like you used to, but you're older now. Yeah. Shopping, haggling. <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> but really aggressive. <laughs> or, or even better, you have a stall. At Camberwell Market, and you oh two are God. running the store, and it's like I don't know, like replicas of some of your old video outfits. Selling our stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, yeah. we we used to work in show business. No, we just we just love we love them. The Minogue sisters, we just love them. We're sisters, oh. you know, and we love them. So, oh my God, God my brother, my brother's a screenwriter, so I can get him to work on the script for you. So. <laughs> And here it is manifested. Yes. That's, we digress. But, oh, um, my God. I could digress for quite a while. We were manifesting stuff when we spoke to you last time, like a whole nightclub. Yeah. Um, I think that still needs to be, it still needs to happen. Like, yeah. you just need that record that everyone can be photographed on. It's so cool. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Fine oh, booze. Yes. I've, yes, yes. I've just remembered <laughs> something else from our call with you last time. Um, a song had just landed in your inbox when we spoke to you last ah, time. Ah, that's right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yes, it had, she says. Next topic. Okay. I haven't recorded anything. I haven't been on the mic. Okay. But, um, uh, I'd forgotten about it until I woke up this morning and it popped into my head. I'm like, oh, what happened to that? Mm. Yeah, nothing to report there yet, but. Yet being the uh, exciting operative word. Oh, yes. What? Watch, watch us dissect. Every, what did she say there? Was yeah, there a pause? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably a bit cheeky, but we're talking to you. So on our next episode after this one, oh, yes. um, someone has agreed to come on to talk to us, and that would be Jazzy P <laughs> to talk about shocked. So wow, we had all these kind of things when we were going through some of your songs um but we weren't going to be speaking to you so it's like i oh, will just figure that out but we're talking to you now so i guess we can ask yeah. if you're open to that yeah i i let me manifest something i want a hoodie with we ain't we ain't at mcdonald's oh, baby <gasps> i need a hoodie that says that oh my god yes oh, that would be amazing we'll get on to it we'll get on yes. to it <laughs> well so yeah because when we um started doing our notes and stuff it's like who is singing that love and kisses rap it's uh, a guy in uh, in New York. Um, so Alvin Moody produced the track, 
and I believe his name was Eric. We've we've like managed to connect through Instagram again, right. wow. but wasn't the guy um, rap like in the video because we filmed the video in Melbourne and he right. was there. But it's like you know, again, as when you're you know asked to do something and it's not really in your a comfort zone but everyone in the studio is going yes 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 do it so we're in new york they're from the bronx we're now recording downtown in green street at green street studios and you know they're laying down raps and they're like yeah you do this too and i'm like yeah 17 year old white girl from melbourne sure i mean i love janet but you know, love all my r&b i'm all about listening to a lot of american music but how how did I get here? What's happening? You know, I'll give it a go. I think the younger I was, the more brave and the more just like right. jump in. Then by the time I got to the all I want to do, and I'm having those conversations with Terry uh, about should I do this? Does it suit me? Or would I just be is a better place with someone else that's that feels like guitar comfort zone? Right. Um, yeah, I think the Thank older God it did it. a little bit more scared, but still. We love all the rap songs, vibe on rap okay. as well. That is Savan. That's a guy. Right. Who I wrote the song with. So Savan worked, um, I first met him when I was doing X Factor UK and he was right. there working with um, the talent, um, right. getting them prepped for the live performances. That was the year one direction. Um, right. Came second. Yes, <laughs> but then yes. had this huge career. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was awesome. And then um, he's married to a Swedish lady. He was living in Sweden for ages. And he was recording at the studios where all the NSYNC and Britney stuff was done. So as I'm walking down the corridors, I'm seeing all the album covers. And we went um, there and did Love Fight and oh. did that one. And I'm like, he was just you know, doing things in the room and I'm like, it'd be so funny if you were up for doing it, if you do it as the girl. And he's like, yeah, heartbeat, of course. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, love love that rap. Um, so last time we, we rapped Love and Kisses with you and we've also since had Gloria Gaynor on singing I Will Survive. <laughs> so what it... What are the chances of Danny Minogue busting out the success rap just quickly for us right now? No, I'm not going to do it quickly now. I'm going to do it for you properly. Oh. Next time we speak, I have to give you something to look forward to. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> done, 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 done. moving on to the next. But I was like, I'm Freddy's looking at the lyrics. Limousines, club scenes, money kept... Kept... <laughs> See, I've got to practice. Money that kept... <laughs> that was at every block. Gossip down, never stop. That's a lifestyle love success. And the, oh and the fans, you know, the help with the, like a lot of fans have been finding stuff from TV show performances and stuff that I've forgotten about until they're putting it up. So wow. huge thank you for, for how you've managed to find these and put them up. That's the only way that I can, like, have these little snippets of, mm. of gold like all the top of the pops then there was like going live and um ghost train all of those those shows it was like saturday mornings yeah. saturday nights it was 
That's huge. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. One of the things that Eliza and I forgot to ask you about when we caught up last time, and it was something that we've since discussed uh, that we've wanted to talk to you about. There's not much information about it. Can you tell us anything about recording and the such with Eurogroove? Yeah. And stuff. Because when we, we were originally going to do like a full episode on the release and then we were like, Oh, there's just no information anywhere about it. Yeah. It wasn't like that didn't occur to me until I heard you guys talking about that. Um, so Tetsuya san was the producer of Eurogroove. And Tetsuya Kamura-san was like, at that time, the god of music there. Like when you go back in the day of when Kylie was, you know, first releasing, it was PWL. Like, Right. Them, all of their songs, all of their artists, they ruled. That was the sound. So in Japan it was Tetsuya Kimura and he um, wanted to work with me. I'd I'd been to Japan on many, many trips and just loved it and they always did their own special releases, which I still have a lot of those um, physical stuff and it's got all the Japanese writing on it and, you know, they would do their own photo shoots because say to me the Japanese market is just very very different like we want to do our own shoots and I was so used to being like walking on set no this is what I want and there they say no you have to look like this so you you sit down the makeup artist and the stylist the styling was very very different for me it was like they take quirky vintage stuff and um it's all very kind of futuristic at the same time as being vintage. And um, so when I recorded those songs for um, Eurogroove, they said, these are the songs and this is, this. Is, there's no changing anything. You, you record it as is. So I was like, okay, it's fun. Like I didn't feel like it was blending in with anything else that I did it was more standing out and being different that's what they wanted they wanted to show that this was their own stuff that they were recording um so hilarious to me now seeing people talking about these songs boogie woogie like it it's just hilarious but they were like what an operation um avex records was like it was just mental if I think about what the equivalent would be now like asked to go back to Japan to do that it was such an honor and it was so so big and and I was then able to enjoy spending more time there which is what I really wanted to do like it was hilarious I walked down the streets in Tokyo and being petite I'm short my hair at the time was very straight and very black. So from the back, I'm just looking like this Japanese girl. And then if someone would, you know, say something and I would turn around with these blue eyes, they would <laughs> literally almost fall over because it was like they'd seen an alien. So I think now listening to those songs, knowing that backstory of it, of how that came together and why they are as they are, it was very exact and mm. those songs had to come on in a club between other songs and the other stuff would be locally made content this right. had to fit exactly as if it was seamlessly right well they're such loved songs like they are boogie woogie comes up a lot in fan discussions a oh. lot 
Woogie woogie. Like it's the it's album like, cover. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love like how photos. I am. I'll put the needle like lying down, <laughs> with the green, futuristic hologram kind of a dress. You're um, just, just getting ready. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go through. We, we need to catch up again. I have to pull out all the. And they had like these mini CDs that were like this big. Oh, I've got some of those. I've got a. I'm trying to think what I've got. I've got a couple of Kylie ones. I've got. Yeah. I, think, I think I've got a new Kids on the Block so step by step. Yes. yes. In the thing instead of the shorter CDs. And yes. I don't so remember good. anywhere else doing that format. No, I don't think so. No. Adam, you would know. Better yeah, than I don't me. think so. I have a. I have an M People one. I think somewhere. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Shout out Heather Small. But um, <gasps> other than that, yeah, I'm not sure. It could be, it was maybe like regionalised to certain areas. Just yeah. like that jewel case was like only pretty much UK and Australia in some area, some cases. Yeah. Pardon the pun, but uh, yeah. Which again, it just goes back to manufacturing. So it's yeah. like it's clothing right. stuff I'm dealing with now with manufacturing. What do you want to do? What can you do yeah. back then? the rush was on jewel cases and so it was like you had the ones that opened both sides or the yeah. ones that flipped open like that and it was what you could get because you were in a, a line of people waiting they had their releases and now the thing is the backup is in the vinyl so you know we will we will get there thank you thank yeah. you so much danny i can't tell I, you. i'm literally just bouncing back all the energy that you always you know shoot out and give us and uh thanks guys and just thank you for making this happen amazing it's amazing as someone might say on a song on this album <laughs> well have thank you. all my love i just thank you good things you guys just deserve good stuff thank That's you it. We love you so much, Danny. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Love you, bye. Bye. I'm just going to fan myself with my vinyl. Oh, stop. Bye. Bye. Oh my God! Didn't didn't we tell you that this was one that you're going to want to listen to in full and then on repeat and then on repeat and then on repeat? What? A scoop. Yes, a scoop. I said it. I can't. I, I just, I don't have the words to process what just happened. Like, Right. I think the most exciting part of it was Danny fanning herself with the test pressing <laughs> copies of Vinyl 1 and Vinyl 2 of the Girl 25 pressing. Oh, my God. I just, <laughs> oh, and what an honour totally. for Danny to share that with us. Like, I feel so privileged and thankful that she trusted us with this. Um, I mean, really, really lucky. And thank you, Danny, for sharing this amazing, amazing news with us. Truly, truly means so much to us that she chose our little podcast to do the announcement for and to give us the information. Yeah. I mean, so, it's been yeah. so such a long journey like i remember when way back in 2021 <laughs> I remember when i bumped into her at the tina arena concert right. and you know had a very brief conversation and said we were about to record the girl episode uh, and i was like oh is there anything 
anything you want to say. And the first and only thing she said to me was, I want it on vinyl. Yes. I was like, okay. So, like, that seed was planted, yeah, before we even recorded a girl episode. Mm -hmm. And then it came up again, obviously, talking to Ian and then talking to Danny for her birthday. And every month. Then the promotional campaign really (laughs) began. And a lot of fans got involved as well, which was amazing to see. Because without everyone's voices throwing into mm-hmm. the, the ether and going online and going on socials and being like, we need this, we want mm-hmm. Girl 25. That's really opened up for this to be a thing for us now. Yeah. I also have to very quickly apologise. I am a little bit lost for words today. Yes, so <laughs> I, I keep stumbling over what I'm trying to say. But yes. <laughs> I mean, in summary, Danny, amazing. Yes, correct. And I I agree with what you were saying um, 100%. This was a team effort. Like, you know, everyone that was getting on board and commenting that, yes, we want the vinyl, whether it was, you know, every month when we were doing it or it was just your own post, like everyone who was harassing the record label (laughs) to make this happen, you helped make it happen. So 100%. 100%. So we've all, job, got each other, we've all got each other to thank as well as Danny and Team Danny. So it's just very, very exciting stuff. I cannot wait until we own Girl 25 <gasps> on Wax for real. But we will be back to our regular programming for the month of September later this month. There's, there's not that long to go. No. Oh, my God. Well, Eliza, shall we... Uh, oh, I suppose we should tell everyone where they can find us on the internet, hey? Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm totally out of the groove. I'm like, hey, all right, bye. <laughs> where are we on uh, Instagram and Twitter? At This Is Disco and on TikTok at This Is Disco Podcast. Uh, amazing. And yourself, my dear? At Ms. Eliza Day on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And where can we find you, Adam? So you can find me on my semi-regular radio show on Mixcloud called The Record Doctor, at The Record Doctor on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me at the Girls Loud podcast, you can't mistake their anthology, at Aloud podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can find me on my private profile, Twitter, A-D-E-M-E-V-E, and on Instagram, A-D-E-M dot E-V-E. And there is also the website, www therecorddoctor.com Until that next episode, we're out of here. Thank you very much for tuning in. And as always, it's been a pleasure to chat, Manog, with you, my darling Eliza. And we'll see everybody in a couple of weeks' time for the official September Manog Monday. Correct. Love and kisses, dance floor darlings. Bye! You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day.